better. Depends on the six inch, doesn't it? Wow, right. that, that cover looks better. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. How's everybody doing this evening? I'm Mike Irizarry. You can see our cast of characters assembled in the rest of the window here today. Uh, to my, I guess that would be my, my, my left. Yeah. My my left on uh, if you're looking at me is is Over. the honcho Mark Weber. What's up? And let's Hang see. On, I got delay. You got delay. I got delay. Down. Uh, no, there. There we go. I think I get used to this. I I, I right before we went on, I I went and grabbed the the. The uh, the actual site for the the window on our YouTube channel where we're being simulcast, and I always forget to close it. So that's why we always have that that moment where, where the the delay of going from yard st stream yard to to YouTube, and that's why we always wind up hearing ourselves in boomerang there. I just thought you always opened with a curse, and that was the old seven second radio delay. Well, I mean, that's that we do have Joe Colton on the podcast, so that the seven seconds is in play. <laughs> I had to remind myself that I can't curse on this show. Well, not right. as much anyway. Yeah. If you gotta, if, if you let one get out accidentally in the course of conversation, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna fine you too too heavily. Okay. I had to remember. Oh, to I, curse. Did I did it last week. It's fine. <laughs> I had to yeah, remember dude. not to curse during my panel. Because I was like, oh, I gotta put this on YouTube, and then you know they have all these restrictions for kids and stuff like that. So I gotta like, you know, remember all that stupid crap, right? Toys <laughs> are for kids. So, so, anyways, to to my left, if you're looking at me, uh, the honcho Mark Weber. What's up? Wow, going to the well for that one, huh? Yeah. That's a that's only how many years has that one been there, Webb? It's been percolating. <laughs> Look at this though. I'm getting I'm getting the diagonal Brady Bunch point going though. That's uh, there you go. That's that that's rehearsed right there. That's what we do in the pre-show, right? When this window's up for like two hours in advance, right? This is what we're working on. Down there. Uh, to to where Weber is pointing, it's Joe Colton. Hello, everybody. Joe Colton or is uh is is lockdown affecting you as badly as it's clearly affecting the honcho? Yes. All right, fair enough. No, 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 uh, no description on that one. Just yes. I wish today was Friday. <laughs> it's kind of Friday. I mean, you work from home. You can, you get to show up to work drunk. I <laughs> could. There were some video conference calls. Or at least buzzed, right? But you right. at least get to wear pajama bottoms, though, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. I know bottoms, whatever. <laughs> I want no, to see. I want to see when Joe loses it and just wears the beer helmet to the meeting, <laughs> and it's just like whatever. Yeah. At, at least I'm being honest. <laughs> that's 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 when she'll have the whiskey bottles then. <clears throat> That's that's the the beer helmet only comes out for the serious days. Joe has a flask with another flask hidden in it, and I respect that. <laughs> and Caddy Corner to me, our special guest on the team stream tonight, 
founder of the Volaverse and uh, current project is, of course, Action Force. It's Bobby Vala. What's going on? It must be time for Action Force. It's time for action. Ah. I'm never going to up here and start to say it that way. Ready to start working on your, your camel clutch. Right. <laughs> Cobra clutch. Cobra clutch. Cobra clutch. That's right. So, Bobby, you had, a, you had a busy weekend, man. How'd it go? I did. Uh, it was great. Uh, Joe Fest was awesome. It was a great show. Huge turnout. Uh, great venue. Uh, they changed the venue from last year, and good. this place was great. It was huge. And, you know, like, cons, you kind of get that claustrophobic feeling. Like, ceilings aren't super high, and there's just a lot of people, and there's no windows. The Augusta Convention Center has like 30 foot high ceilings. So it's nice and airy. And then they have these big floor to ceiling windows on one side. So you get all this kind of light in and it just, it doesn't have that claustrophobic feel to it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great setup. Um, my location was great. Uh, you know, uh, masks suck, but you know, what are you going to do? Um, for the most part, everyone was was good about it. You know, it's some sheriffs walking around slapping people on the wrist. But uh, other than that, it was great. Uh, huge, huge um, uh, turnout for it. Uh, so a lot of stuff. Uh, talked to a lot of people. Saw the cutest little cosplayer ever that dressed up as one of my characters and came to the booth. Uh, she was absolutely adorable. Uh, she dressed up as... Probably the most violent character in the whole line. <laughs> that was the funniest but, part of it, really. It was. This, yeah, this, and she, she like she could have been what? Out. She was six, seven years old at the most. Yeah, yeah, she was. I don't know how old, he, old she was, but she was no more than eight. And uh, you know, the character Pandora, she's got the sides of her head shaved, and like this girl buzzed her head. She had the scars painted on her face. She was great. She was absolutely great. And that was like literally the first five minutes of the show. So it was like such a great way to open up the show. Um, yeah, she was, she was adorable. So I'm, did she I'm working do on the hair. Cause that's why what I was, that? did she do it for the hair? No, she, she just really, she, her dad said that she was on the website going through the characters and she came across Pandora and says, that's the best character. So she said she wants to dress up as that character. That's so, all right. Yeah. So I'm going to work on, uh, I'm working on a sketch for her. I'm going to send her a nice little action force care package for being such an awesome fan. You know, that's that kind of stuff really gets me. I love that kind of stuff. Excellent. See, there, there she beat you to the punch there, Joe Golden. You got nothing now. <laughs> no, Joe can, Joe can dress up as Eclipse. So there's still one left. Who wants me to dress up as? I've been collecting pieces. Ah. All right. All right. Maybe another con. Yeah. So you do another con, then I'll... Yeah. Someday, when, when another con is being held. <laughs> when we're not in a pandemic. Probably somewhere in 2023 or something like that. Right. Or I'll just do it around the house and, like, I'll <laughs> come home and be, like, completely, like, what what's going on? I kind of figure that's Wes's normal day. Yeah. <laughs> just, what is happening here? Oh, nothing. I created another costume out of whole cloth. 
and dried macaroni and things I found around the house. It's it's a credit to your to your art, Joe Colton. Thank you. You see Andrew. things that others do not. And your fiance, really? I mean, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he puts up with a lot. Yeah, we've known you for a while now. He puts up with a lot. He does. I'm weathering a uh, Han Solo blaster. Ooh, nice, nice. So we even even now you're late showing up, and then we we don't even have your attention. So even better. Attention, I can multitask. Let, now, Joe, be honest. Were you yeah. working on that today during uh, during uh, Zoom calls? Yeah, you were. You totally were. That goes without saying. I respect that. I think you have to have a project going there in Zoom calls. Yeah. It's called I have. You either, you either end up drinking or just you have uh, side projects. <laughs> did you did you point it at the camera at any point? <laughs> <laughs> no, she did. She did wear a Wookiee mask though. <laughs> they want us to dress up for Halloween, and I was like, "You don't want me to dress up." Right? That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave yeah. something some contest for the rest of them to try and win. No, it's like the reveal of the secret identity, right? Be yeah, awesome. no, I, don't, I don't tell anybody at work. Yeah, you <laughs> sit down, you sit down as Baroness and, and uh, chastise them all. <laughs> well, what what for the work work Halloween? You got to show up in the the crap costume, you know? You, yeah, like like right. you put on a, a pair of pair of khakis and a red polo shirt and you say you're the guy from State Farm or something like yeah. that. You know, the lazy costume. Or that you're from Target and there are no figures for you. None. You know what? I should do that. Yeah. But by the way, if anybody needs three roadblocks, boy, the, the Target up here in uh, Seekonk has got you uh, hooked up. I think they call those peg warmers. <laughs> yes. Maybe anyway. So Bobby, yeah, you got, you got some stuff in the hopper, Bob. Yeah, uh, a couple things. Yeah, a couple things. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know how to like just chill out and like enjoy the ride. I got just got to keep, I got to keep going, keep going. I think it's because like when we just, you know, when we were at Hasbro, it's like you start working on one thing and then it goes into production and then it's like you're working on the next thing. You're forgetting about the, you know, the the first thing that that you know, is, is being made, but I mean, I'm not forgetting about the first thing I'm being made, but you know, this thing, uh, this crazy ride, it, you know, I, I have to keep it going and, and evolving. And so I can't really take any time off, uh, to stop. So it's like series one. All right, we're good. All right. Series two thinking about series three, you know, comics, that sort of thing. So I'm always trying to, you know, keep it, keep it evolving, keeping, the line fresh and trying to figure out new avenues to, to expand on. So yeah, no days off. I know that I know how long it felt when there was a, a product that you worked on and you had to wait forever for it yeah. to an actual retail. Yeah. For the reveal first and then for it to be in people's hands. Relevant feedback. I'm holding the toy and here's what I think. Yep. But given that these are a hundred percent yours, I know that feeling had to be that much more acute of the way that you still you're still in truly, but one one of the things that I thought was really interesting was you talking about 
how the wait between series one and series two won't be as painful for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's an important thing for me. Cause you know, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, previous Kickstarters did it wrong or anything like that. But the common thing with, with Kickstarters is you kind of, you get your thing funded, you put it into production year to two years go by. If you're lucky, people get it. And then it's like, because now you, you need to get funded again, you need to bring in new sales. So you have to, to kind of drum up more money from the sales of your, your first series to then get, the second series, the second wave into production. And usually you're seeing a lot of lines with this huge gap between, you know, the first and second series for action force. We're lucky enough to that. The sales from series one have been so amazing and have totally blown up to the point where I'm able to fully fund series two and put series two into production pretty much on the same timeline as series one so that when series one ships, like literally the day the last box goes out the door for all the fulfillment, I'm going to put the pre-orders up for series two because I'm like, I I believe that you shouldn't put a second series of stuff up before your first series ships. So I'm holding back series two, even though it'll be tooled and, you know, into production because, you know, I want you to get your first series of stuff, then I want the pre-orders to go up for series two. And then within two to three months, I want you to get uh, your delivery of your series two product. So that that's, you know, and to get that product so close together. And then as that goes out, obviously the, the what's left of series one and then series two then goes to fund series three. And then hopefully I can get series three by, you know, either the end of the year or, you know, the very beginning of 2022. Excellent. So, Bobby, for anybody who maybe hasn't, uh, you know, we, we've got a crowd in, in our live stream virtual booth right now. Uh, awesome. Some other folks will be seeing this later. So if they want to order wave one, you're still taking orders on wave one. Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. I I don't think I'll be stopping anytime soon. It's just that, you know, the people that come now uh, to get pre-orders, like, you're kind of going to be like at the end of the list. So your, your delivery is going to go out after everyone else's just because, you know, it's kind of like a first come first serve thing. All the people that pledge on the Kickstarter will obviously get their uh, fulfillment first, and then it'll go down the line in order of how you place your order. So yeah, the pre-orders are still open. Um, they're going to remain open for a, a little while. Um, you know, I, the factory will need the final number of quantity, but I'm looking at the numbers daily and I'm padding it uh, just to make sure that uh, when series one does ship, there's there going to be people that, that didn't get into series one when it, when it was available. So I'm going to have leftover product to sell for series one. It's not going to be like, Oh, I missed a pre-order. You can't get it. No, you'll be able to get it. I'll have it on the website. Good deal. Good deal. I do have a, a link to your website down in the comments below or down in the description below. Awesome. Uh, so if anybody who's who's interested in ordering right this second for Action Force, wait until we're done, darn it, and then go over there. You can follow the link that's down in the description. So, Bobby, uh, this weekend you had to paddle, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, paddle mm-hmm. is on YouTube, like you said. Yep, yep. Uh, video looks great on that 
that panel. Uh, audio's a little soft, and of course, you yeah. were showing images on a projection TV. So we figured it was a good opportunity for us to get you in tonight uh, to give everybody an opportunity to catch those images in a little bit better clarity. Yeah, yeah, we um, a few technical difficulties for the first ever Valiverse panel, but you know that's you know that's all right. You gotta you gotta get uh, on the, the AV. That. What was that? You gotta get on the AV guys. I know. Well, the problem is, so so they didn't the the hotel or they didn't have a a projector set up. So Saturday morning, I'm running around, or I had my guy running around trying to find a projector, and a guy brought a projector. It was like 30 years old, and we didn't have the right hookup. So I sent my buddy. I said, "Here's here's the the business card. Go to Best Buy and buy a projector. I don't care whatever it costs. Just buy a projector." Smart. So I bought a projector, and uh, which was fine, you know, an unexpected. Uh, uh, you know, expense, but that's all right. And then we get up there and we can't figure out how to turn the lights off. And someone was like, oh yeah, Marauders, Marauders had this problem last night. And I'm like, so no one figured it out from yesterday. So I'm like, oh, so I ended up like wasting getting this projector because you couldn't even see the, the screen anyway. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So you should have uh, gone yeah. with the old one. I know. Right. Um, but that's like right somebody's For, uh, ancient vacation photos or something like that mixed in the middle of there. <laughs> here's, here's Voliverse action force wave two. click, click. Here oh. we are at the grand Canyon. Click, click. <laughs> here's our new Studebaker. Ooh. <laughs> click, click. That trail's treacherous. Click, click. Should have had Mike He's becoming a uh, very tech savvy lately. Here's the world's greatest grilled cheese sandwich. Click, click. So, Bobby, when I asked you what you brought home from Joe Fest, you didn't mention a projector at all. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you know, it's not one of those things that you're, you know, you're real fond of bragging about. You know, I just went right back to Best Buy. Uh, you know, so I thought about it. You it on the shelf back there with your collection, isn't that back corner? No. Um. The thing is, they were like, oh, it's a 15% restocking fee. And I was like, oh, that sucks. But then it's like, my wife was like, yeah, just think of it like this. You rented it for 35 bucks. I'm like, all right, it's a good way of looking at it. But then I'm like, oh, wait, we, we talked about uh, putting a, you know, a, a sheet up and then getting a projector so that when we're in the hot tub, we can watch movies. So I was like, oh, I'll just keep it, you know. There you go. And then uh, I'm going to keep it for other shows because you never know what you're going to run into and not have a projector, you know. So we just know, you know. Things you learn from uh, next time, find a guy at the hotel that knows how to turn the lights off and buy him a drink the night before. So you'd be like, hey, turn these lights off when I need you to. <laughs> but not too many drinks because you want them to remember yeah, right? how to turn the yeah. lights off. The whole, yeah, the whole, the whole convention center will turn off. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but overall, I mean, the panel was great. Uh, I, You know, it's kind of one of those things where you never really like realize like how big your line is or, or for me at times, like I've, I've always thought that it was just some, this little thing. And it's like, it's so much bigger than I like imagine it sometimes. And I thought like, all right, I'm going to go to the panel. There's going to be like five guys in there and that's fine. You know, I, I rolled up in there, the whole entire room was filled and all the seating was done that people were standing around all the sides of the room. And I was like, this is really cool. Like I showed up and the room was filled. This is great. And, they said that, that I had the biggest panel. So I was like, okay, great. So, that, you know, that kind of stuff's really fun and, you know, gets me jazzed about it. So 
you know, going into it, I, w I was really excited for it. You know, I hadn't done a panel since uh, the last time I was at Comic-Con in 2018, I believe. So I was like nervous. I was like, whoa, I got to do a panel again. Uh, I was going to ask like, how you feel being on the other side, because going to panels is different than running a panel. Well, I used to I used to be on the panel for Hasbro, but it was mm. never like my show. I just kind of sat there and eventually, you know, every now and then I would I would talk. But this yeah. was like, yeah, I was running a panel. So I'm like, whoa, this is wild. You know, <laughs> and it's like I always hate hearing myself talk. So when I like went back and like re-listened to the panel, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have said that, um, <laughs> you know. And you I'll actually had, had to, like, you've got stuff to sell, so you can't use the old tried and true what's on Joe Mind panel method, <laughs> yeah. which is to get on stage and just wing it as you go. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, just, I kind of won it. I mean, I had the PowerPoint, but I didn't know what I was going to say for each thing. So. Right. Hey. And being, being solo is totally different, man. Totally different. A lot of our experience is being up at a table with a VP nobody wants to hear doing most of the talking. <laughs> hey oh I can't. I can't. It kids a little. Oh, well, yeah. Gets a little. Yeah. Just a smidge. So anyways, uh, to get way back to the original point, what we've got is the images that you presented there, all all set up in a nice PowerPoint so you can you can show them in, in a little bit better clarity and maybe everybody who, who got to see, even the folks who got to see them over the weekend can get to see them a little bit more clear now so we know what's coming in wave two sure yeah i gave uh just to give a quick recap of what happened in the panel you know i started off and, and i you know i thanked everyone because our numbers were just astronomical for this line bringing in you know big bad and dorkside and a few other uh retailers has been outstanding and uh, I gave a recap of what happened, like in case you missed like the big Sarge news or, you know, the BotCon exclusive. And then I, I went into uh, revealing the Action Force packaging for the first time. So, it was, you know, it was the first time anyone got to see it, which was really cool because um, I had a, you know, a mock-up of, of the box here, um, you know, window box, like your standard six-inch figure, some great artwork on the side. And then... Um, on the back, you get, oh, look at that, a file card. Who would have thought that a six-inch would have a file card on the back? Uh, nice cross-sell, um, things like that. Look at that, action action points. I don't know what those will be used for, but they'll be used for something down the line. So it was cool for people to see the box, and then they came down to the booth, and they were actually you know, able to hold it in their hand for the first time, which was great. I like seeing people like interacting with the stuff that I bring. I had uh, test shots that I got in from the factory on hand so people can hold those parts and, and, and see the detail in them, which was great. So and I, then I noticed well, the print was very small on that file card. How many languages is that in Bobby? <laughs> seven. seven. Seven languages. No, no, there's uh one language uh I do ship worldwide, but uh you're only getting English on Action Force packaging. So um so I know I was never a big fan of that trilingual or quadlingual packaging that Hasbro did. Um, I figured, you know, you're putting out toys for 50 years and then all of a sudden you think that, you know, it, it's not okay to just have, you know, different variants on boxes. So you have to cram seven languages onto one box. So, um, yeah, the, the text on the file cards, it's a little small. So I think that's something that uh, I might have to cut down some of the text or, uh, you know, find a way to, to increase a little bit. But now that I got to see it like firsthand and see, 
what works and what doesn't, what we need to tweak, that kind of thing. That all, that all, you know, we'll, we'll iron all that out. We still have time for that. And uh, then um, Joe Colton okay. speaks about 13 languages. You can hire her to translate. <laughs> hey, in Canada, we had to have, because they're both official languages, English and French on all packaging. So oh. it automatically comes like I I was raised having both languages on every single package. So. Oh, geez. Yeah. I might want to throw something weird on there just for the hell of it, like Farsi or something like that. Like I can read that. Go ahead. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Joe's got you covered. Joe speaks French, Farsi, Canadian, uh, Greek, uh, Geek, right. Klingon, Ancient Mysterian, Sanskrit. Being in Washington, being in D.C., she speaks a little Southern too. <laughs> or, or bullshit, you know. <laughs> hey, there we go. Right in, the, right in the swear jar, Joe Colton. Yeah, right in the swear too. jar. Try every time, man. I try. For, for anybody out there who took, you know, the house and decided that Joe would be the first to curse, you win again. Yeah, yeah. that's like a two to five bet. That's the oh, you weird. bet five and you take home two bucks. Yeah, I, I have some say. Like I, I have a chance when Bobby's on, but otherwise. <laughs> yeah. See. See, I was like a minus 10. She was a minus five. Right. Uh, yeah. there, there were a couple. I almost slipped a couple times so far. But I like when I'm on the shows that I know that I can't really curse on, I have to be extra careful. Right. Um, like like Weber, Weber is the never win bet. <laughs> and Joe Colton is the always win bet. Yeah. And somebody went home a rich man because he hit the trifecta of Joe being first to curse, first to drink, first to kiss Wes. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, Joe, Joe was not the first to curse. I was the first to curse. I, was. <clears throat> I won that one. But you couldn't convince Wes to come over. I, I did not. I tried. Darn it. I tried. I, I got his phone number. I got his email. I was like for four days and just nothing, nothing. I didn't even get a response. You're like, please, please come over. Come on, Wes. Come on. We're, we're old friends at this point, Wes. Come on. Yeah. So, Bobby, you were recapping your panel. Yeah. So then after the packaging, um, you know, it's not a it's not a panel without like big reveals. And that's when I made the announcement about series two. And then everyone was like really excited about that. And then I went into showing not every item in series two, but a good amount of the items in series two. So people got really excited about that, even though they couldn't see it on the screen. So then. Uh, once people got to see it on social media, they were really excited about it. But that is what you have to share tonight. So I guess we can go through that. We'll go right into it. Let me go all ahead right. and pull, pull up the pull up that uh, <laughs> section here. Make sure I've got it all. We'll add that to the stream. There's your foreign language. There Ooh. we go. There we go. It's French, so Joe Colton can read it. Un presentation de qu'est-ce que je pense. De de first action de Valivers avec du. Du. And here's our first one, clearly labeled as in. So, Bobby, wow. tell um, us what we're looking at here. Coming out swinging, huh? Okay. Right. 
So then, yeah, this, is, this is the order you sent them in. It, it was. I, I guess I probably should have clarified order, but no, that's okay. Um, <laughs> the, the, the picture in it said "reveal one." I figured it was. I figured it was one. That's. I, I guess that's how I saved them. And then when I put them in my PowerPoint, they were a little different. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, no, we could start out with this one. This one's coming out. Like I said, coming out swinging. Uh, you know me. A any any shot I can take, I'm going to take. And this is the declassified gear pack. I felt like there just weren't enough gear packs in the line. And, you know, a lot of people were upset uh, about, you know, maybe another figure out there that just didn't quite look as they wanted it to. And, you know, when that kind of happens, I like to, you know, fix the problem. You know, we fix the glitch. And uh, that's how the declassified gear pack came up. So it, it's pretty self-explanatory uh, for those of you out there that can figure it out. Now, this pack is not actually a Series 2 item. This you might actually see before Series 2. So keep your eyes peeled over the next few weeks. There might be some news coming out about this and maybe where to find it. But, you know, this, this will be available and... Um, you know, for those of you that have been following my social media and saw me at the show, know that these parts fit a certain character. So there you go. Those are some weird gear choices for Scarlet. <laughs> well, you know, girls gotta have variety. See right there. You're you're giving us one A, but then you're you're telling me that this shouldn't be first. Clearly, this is slide <laughs> in. No, that's okay. Clearly. That's hey, Bobby, Bobby, I got a question about this. Sure. How many points are on that cover? Um, I believe a, a proper uh, Marine cover has eight points. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me count them up. Uh, Let me see. Let's see. Two, four, six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All eight. All eight. You know? Yeah, it's like, I, I have no idea. So if we're it's, wrong, it's not well. Comment. It's not like uh, you know, no points like an army hat. This is a this is a standard marine cover. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I tell you that uh, that army cover. They might as well put a Yankee symbol on the front of it for as as Ooh. much of a marine cap Ooh. as that is. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this just in. Yankee season is over. Just thought I'd throw that in there. What, they actually won yesterday? Yeah. For the first time in like three weeks. Yeah, who knew? Nice to try something different. Right. <laughs> Give the fans something to, to talk about. You know, the um, the funny thing about that, that Army cover is that, you know, I, I do believe Hasbro came out and tried to cover their own ass very poorly said, oh, well, he's he's not a Marine. He's not a Marine anymore. That's that's like old lore. Well, you did a piss-poor job of getting rid of, of his, his faction. However, on the Army cover, you still left a rank insignia on the front. So that whole, like, oh, he's not a Marine anymore. No, you kept his rank. You got rid of, you know, you just wanted to say, oh, no, we didn't mess up. We just, we just changed his history. No, you messed up. Just own yeah. up to it. That's, I have, that's one where it would have been much, much better just to say, whoops. Uh, 
My and my basic problem with it is if if you couldn't get you know the Eagle Globe and Anchor, if uh, you know you couldn't do the Marine cover for whatever reason, there's there's ways to make Gung Ho where he's not noticeably Marine, <clears throat> where he's not not a Marine either. They already showed him with a shirt on in a previous in previous yeah. part, and lots of Gung Ho figures have come with his head just totally bald. So you could have you could have done that. You could have accomplished it. It was just sloppy. So you know what they call that, Webb? Lazy design. Ah, uh, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's uh, uh, marketing issues too. But. but anyways, Bobby, I I do enjoy that you continue to offer all those little explosion bits. Oh, the muzzle flashes? Yeah. yeah the muzzle flashes are, are, are a nice touch. You know, I a lot of companies are doing that nowadays. Like, I, I first saw it being done with uh, Mezco. Uh, they they do it really well. Um, Hasbro's starting to do it a lot, which is great. And uh, so I just felt like, you know, uh, this needed to be done. What I do want to do is take the realism a little bit further for, you know, some series down the line. And the next weapons, like for, for pistols, have the the slide action open so that it looks like you're actually firing. So, you know, when, when you have the muzzle flash on it, it looks as real as possible or as accurate as possible. Yep. Love it. All right. So again, you got to tell me when to switch. Yeah, you can go. Okay. <clears throat> Here is slide D. This was actually the biggest one that, that I revealed. This was the, the show closer. If you want to say, <laughs> Uh, this is the Crimson Shadow Trooper, uh, another sort of throwback, uh, if you will. This is the, you know, all red and black trooper, very cool, uh, soldier to add into the line. And, uh, there's some nice, uh, vintage-esque packaging that will be appearing throughout the line, uh, in the, in future series. So this is uh, this is one that that people got very excited about, and uh, I'm glad they did. This is a fun one. That's neat. And the build on that is the same as the Urban Trooper that yep. we've seen in Wave One. Yep. Yep. Good deal. And we got his his, his ballistic helmet and the vest. Yeah. And all kinds of neat weapons. Got the AK-47. If you can't quite make that out in the in the shop there with a bunch of clips. It's, yep. And that's, be- that's a solid figure. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. He'll be one of the first troopers that because right now in the line you have like the basic troopers and then the gear packs. So you you, you buy the trooper and the gear pack to make basically whatever trooper you want to make. This look this is one of those troopers where he it's the figure and the gear together. I know a couple people asked if it was gonna be two separate items or, or one item. This is a trooper with gear. Nice. No. Good. Are we moving on to slide twilight? <laughs> Careful. Uh, another, the, the next trooper that will be up uh, is the brush trooper. So in series one, you have the special ops, all black. You have the urban, uh, gray camo. You have the ride trooper in blue. So it's uh, it was necessary to make sure that you got sort of your green shirt uh, basic trooper in there as well. So that's one that people had been asking a lot for uh, out of series one. And I'm now able to get him out there in series two. Excellent. 
and you'll notice no weapons here. So he's going to be no just weapon. like, yep. Well, he's just, uh, you know, your bait, the standard basic trooper, like the others in series one. But then if the slides are correct, in you'll have here. So here's, this will be another gear pack for series two. And this is one that will work with other troopers or it could work with that brush trooper. But this is a more, you know, your, your standard OD green gear, uh, you know, to use across the line. And also this, uh, I, I believe, I don't want to say it'll be the first one, but it'll be the first one that I've shown uh, that comes with it is the, uh, the headgear. Uh, you'll notice that um, the, uh, like the, the comm system uh, headset that attaches to the helmet is available with this gear pack. And Mike, nice. if you have a figure with bright green Play-Doh weaponry, yeah. <laughs> this might uh, this might be a nice filler. It could help offset some of that uh, some of that that noise. Yes, or we'll if say. you just don't want Nerf guns, <laughs> they're also yeah. very bendy. Your, yours aren't bendy, are they? No. So I get asked that a lot because Hasbro was always notorious for making PVC accessories and it was something that always bothered me so on the 12 inch line I, I i didn't do that but uh when you do pvc accessories they bend you know because you put uh the the item in the in the the blister and then it sits in that blister for however long and it just warps yes you can throw it in hot water and it'll retain its original shape it's still just annoying when you know uh duke is shooting uh, you know, to his right when he's facing forward. Um, so to, you know, make sure that that didn't happen, I'm tooling all of my accessories, the, well, at least the the bladed weapons, pistols, rifles, uh, magazines, will all be in ABS. So it's that hard, uh, stiff plastic, but also retains a great amount of detail. So you won't, uh, you won't worry about any of that warping or bending or, shooting sideways one of the uh comments is asking about the sidearm saying it resembles a desert eagle is that accurate or that one that one's not a desert eagle this is uh, a, a different uh nine mil this is based off of vp9 um, but there is a desert eagle in the line there we go <clears throat> so you can move on to the next uh figure in series two this is the Garrison Cavalry Trooper. This uh, this figure was part of the Kickstarter. It was one of the ones that just never got unlocked. But uh, uh, this is a member of Karak's uh, Garrison. So Karak is the leader of the Garrison. And then the Garrison Troopers or the Garrison Cavalry are his, his basically his squad members. So this will be, you know, a trooper that's easily customizable that you can swap parts in and out. So you can get as, you know, as many as you want. You could troop build this guy. Um, I, I toyed with the idea of making it a, a two pack, um, you know, for, so you had like just more parts to choose from or more of a deluxe figure, but I think, uh, you know, it, it works either way. So um, maybe that'll change. We'll see, but the Garrison Cavalry Trooper will definitely be available in series two. Or if you want, he can just be a single character. I'm going to name him Ben. <laughs> I'm going to name him Mr. Garrison. Does that work? <laughs> there you go. Gary. Gary the Garrison Trooper. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. On to the next slide. On to the next. Okay. Slide cease. So this is the next member of the Action Force squad. This is Blowback. So in the Kickstarter, he was originally known as High Point, but I changed his name, and he will be available in Series 2 as well. Okay. Any any uh, reasoning there for the, the name change? There, so there were two name changes, him and another character, and, and people asked why I changed the name. It was just because... Um, when I'm working on this stuff, you know, I'm working on the design and kicking off sculpts and doing the, the deco and uh, all these things. And then it's like, I got to come up with the name of these characters. And to me, that's always the hardest part. Like I've never been great with like naming or maybe not great, but it's just always, it, it never came natural to me. It was always a harder aspect of the design process. So when he was originally named high point, I was never sold on it. Plus High Point is a firearms manufacturer that manufactures very poor quality firearms. <laughs> so I didn't want him being named after a crappy gun company. Well, there you go. That so, says enough right um, there. Yeah. Plus, I, I like the idea of like single names, not two word names. So yeah. that's why I, I was changing it around also. But he was he was a fan favorite from the, the Kickstarter as well because I think people saw the potential of a lot of his color breaks being used uh, to customize for other characters. Okay. Yeah. So next, next hey. is probably the most anticipated figure for series two. This figure was one that people really wanted out of series one, or I should say the Kickstarter. Uh, this is trigger. This is our, heavy gunner member of action force. He's got his, his big saw and, you know, he's all, uh, ammoed out. Uh, you know, he's jacked bearded cool guy. Uh, this is, is he a ginger? what was that? Is he a ginger? Um, I wouldn't yeah. really call him a ginger. He's, uh, he's somewhere between like a straight ginger and like Brown. It's a real lack of redhead. No, maybe cinnamon. We call him cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no him. way he there's no way he is a web a Mark Weber ginger. No. no way. I was just gonna cinnamon. say, man, red that beard up. Give me two two years in the gym, and I could cosplay. <laughs> I'm pale enough, right? It, uh, <laughs> Fine. Joe, I'm going to find a way to sneak in cinnamon on his file card. <laughs> yes, do that. Yes. <laughs> you can put it right there as under his military specialty, his French toast preference. That's there his, you go. No, that was his background. That was his answer name, but they spelled it with an S. <laughs> cinnamon. Right? You can, have, you can have him have a nickname other than Traeger. Could do that in the comic. You could just be like, "Hey, cinnamon." Cinnamon. <laughs> that could be the word that makes them fall asleep, so they can load them on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. He's like BA. That's it. Yeah. There you go. 
Do you, remember, do you remember what B.A. Baracus's go to sleep code word was? I don't. No, I didn't watch enough 18. It was Eclipse. Really? See what I did there? I brought it full circle. Wow. wow. But hmm. you, you can't bring it full circle on, on slide set. We have many, <laughs> many more slides to go. All right, fine. Well, and we're on, we can move on slide quit. So our next renamed character, Rollout, formerly Downrange, he was he was one that was like just on the cusp of getting unlocked uh, during the Kickstarter. Uh, another member of the Action Force squad, he will he was the definitely the first one that was planned to be in Series Two. Uh, another great character that people are looking forward to. Um, I'm excited for him. He's a he's a really cool character. I'm I'm very excited for him. And down downrange, like I said, I don't I never liked like the two word names. So I was just thinking, you know, he was, you know, a college uh quarterback, and you know, he used to love just rolling out, tossing bombs. So that's that's how I came up with his name. There you go. Uh personality based as opposed to weaponry based. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah, so uh, as I said before, we're looking at it, as long as everything stays the same, Series 1 will ship in the spring, and then Series 2, uh, mid to late summer. Wow. So that's yeah. a quick turnaround for, for a Kickstarter project, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, the, the stars aligned, everything kind of worked out, you know. So, uh, like I said, the, the, the sales for... Series one, everything has been so successful, more successful than I could have ever imagined. And I'm just glad that it was because now things like this can happen. Now people won't have to wait, you know. Um, you know, I want I want that like Valiverse and Action Force. This is <coughs> excuse me. This is mainstream now. This isn't, you know, a little a little, you know, art line or that that sort of thing that, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of getting out when I can. Like this is like Marvel Legends, you know, Marvel Legends comes out multiple times a year. I want Action Force to be out multiple times a year. I've got so many ideas for characters, and as long as you guys, you know, are, are digging them and, and buying them and loving what, what's going on, I'll keep putting them out. We move from Nif to Deeks. <laughs> um, yeah, I another one that people really, really clamored for uh, during the Kickstarter were... Uh, I call them basically the, the swarm trooper version two, mm -hmm. but he, he, they never really had a name. And, you know, I was like, Oh, the swarm heavy gunners, that sort of thing. Well, I was looking at the swarm trooper and, and the swarm group as a whole and coming up with the, the mythos and really flushing them out. I didn't want them to be just, uh, like B slash wasp slash hornet based. I wanted like the swarm to be, all insect based like it was you know uh any anything that swarms so uh you know scarabs are you know the egyptian beetles and they're very heavy dense armored beetles which are, are are super cool so i just thought that the scarabs was a cool name for these guys um they got that awesome you know translucent domed head uh just like how the swarm troopers have their translucent eyes so that's going to be very cool uh, the gear, the way the, you know, we can use that heavy vest along with the swarm armor is, is a nice touch. So 
this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a really, really fun one. And it's it's great to expand on your your swarm army. Bobby, how did the scarabs fit in in like in the action force mythology? Like if if a whole bunch of swarm were coming at you, would there be more troopers and a few scarabs? You know, how, how yeah, you yeah. Are they, so are they superior in rank, or are they just a different specialty? Uh, I would probably maybe say both. Um, like, do you remember um, what was the movie with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. So do you remember how the aliens, they were like uh, all like the, the the minions that came out, but then like the heavier ones that there's the and to like yeah. go back in time. Think of it like that. Like there's only yes, there's there's like one of these guys for every 10 of the regular swarm troopers. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear anything after Emily Blunt. <laughs> I know. I say her name and I'm like, ooh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, ten years younger, perfect Scarlet. Play Scarlet forever. But anyway, I digress. These guys are awesome. Um, I mean, I'd I'd find a character for Emily Blunt to play in in Action Force. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Could be anybody under that translucent helmet. Um, right. I think I'd, I think I'd want to show her. <laughs> Probably. Look, maybe she's a heavy weapons kind of girl. You don't know. Never Maybe. know. You don't know. And that is the last of the slides. That's all of it. It's Fiend. Fiend Balor. Fiend. So Fiend? let me go ahead and get myself back in here. This is the hard part. AV is always hard. I know, right? Hey! Oh, my God, everybody's back. You made it easy for you, bud. Hey, I'm glad we I'm glad we got a good look at all those images, right? Because yeah, no yeah. fault of your own, but I know exactly. yeah. to be on a panel that goes sideways uh, with something completely out of your control. Yep. So yep. were they blurry to you, Joe? Just asking. Okay. Just checking. Nope. Yeah. I like Are you trying to catch her with her microphone off. <laughs> I mean, we can just turn her microphone off. Oh, I know you had that. Uh, hey, Bobby, cool. you showed a lot uh, for Wave Two there, mm -hmm. and I think the you know the, the obvious question is: is that all of Wave Two, or no. do you have more up your sleeve? Yeah, I got more. I've got more. There will be more to Series Two than that. That's just a a, a sprinkling of it. So yeah. I'm sure if, if Joe Colton were actually paying attention, she would ask this question. Oh, that's me. Where where are where are the female characters? So the female characters are all going to be in series three. So, um, you all know, just all of them. Every it's going to be a very a very female heavy uh, series. So Eclipse, Pandora, the uh, female Steel Brigade trooper. Mm. It will all be in series three. There you go. Is there any truth that she's called Stella Brigade or no? <laughs> no. Fine. No, sir. That's marketing, Mike. <laughs> Look, is um, there it, a reason why marketing. you did that? Well, just because, like, fi financially. So the, the female characters are very costly to make because yeah. they're a whole new set of, of tools. Mm -hmm. And it was more economical to get 
more of the male characters out that use is some of the existing tooling. And it's like I said, it's it's a way so that people don't have to wait for, for product. So it's like you get a quick wave two out and then series three will have enough finances built from what's left over of series one and then all of series two to be able to then fund series three, which I'm sure are going to go into production, uh, you know, sometime <clears throat> in, in the, you know, in the new year so that they'll be ready towards the end of the year or the very beginning of 2022. Okay. So we, we do have some time for some fan questions. If anybody's got yeah. questions for Bobby, yeah. I will have everyone know in the meantime that tonight I am drinking LaCroix Ooh. in honor of our French film PowerPoint. <laughs> With a, a lime twist. That's French for the Croix. That's French for the Croix. Yes, correct. Yeah. It's French for the crow, perhaps. I don't know. It's it's bird water. I don't. Uh, I I really I'm only doing it for the sight gag of having a French French words on the can. That's really the only reason I'm doing it. It's seltzer water with a light taste of something indeterminate. I I can't get behind this stuff. That's not good. No, no. But it's 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 doing the job, I guess. It technically keeping me hydrated. I'm impressed that there's a step down from diet. Vanilla Coke Zero. Vanilla Coke Zero. Vanilla yeah. Coke Zero is great. Mm. It 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 allows me to to drink soda and not, you know, have to sacrifice three hundred calories of my day. Yeah, I get you. All right, I, I'm down with that. I don't agree with the with. I the, only have one vice, Weber. Yeah, I know. And we're Let working me on have my soda vice. <laughs> we're gonna make it acceptable. I'm gonna start smoking because of you, Weber. <laughs> All right, here's a good question. Bobby, good. Doug Dello wants to know. Hey, wait a minute. That's not the one. We'll get him next. Doug Dello wants to know, where can we buy the comic books? So the comics, which debuted at Joe Fest, the first two issues of the series, will be up on the website in the next week or two. Um, having the, I had the whole website redone. I gave it a real big facelift, so it looks a lot nicer and uh, you know, more, a little more impactful, but, uh, the, the shop section of the website will have the comics. So news will come out in the next couple of weeks on when those will go up for sale. Okay. So again, we got the, we got the website down there. So while you're all sharing the video and making comments so that we wind up in everybody's traffic, you can follow the link to Bobby's site and buy his great figures. And ask him all the great questions about his great figures. Yeah. Well, all the ones that we're not going to get to tonight anyway. <laughs> Question here from Nunya. What is the purpose of the shape of the forehead on the Steel Brigade helmet? That's the it's the same connection point that the the fast helmet has for like Condor and uh who else has that helmet? Uh someone else has that helmet. But it's there in the gear packs. <clears throat> They're for the the night vision, the the night vision goggles, um, or or any sort of other um, scope that connects to your helmet. That's what that connection point is on the Steel Brigade helmet. On the Steel Brigade, it was more like a just a, a detail thing. It was put on there, although the Steel Brigade troopers have visors on, so you know, might not be a total need for uh, night vision, but it does look kind of cool when it's on. 
Diana Davis asks, what do the heads look like under the scarab bubble? We do not know. They're, uh, they're faceless. They're faceless troopers, just like the swarm troopers. They, uh, there are no, well, the, the helmets are not removable. There are, there are human heads in there. We just don't know what they look like. They look, they look like, like me. <clears throat> that's, why, that's why I covered them up. Because <laughs> he had a bunch of size eight and a half domes. Right? He needed a head big enough to fit them on. Yeah, I was like, hey, Bobby, put my head on an action force figure. He's like, Webb, they have to make money. <laughs> <laughs> size eight and a half dome wouldn't fit on my it head. So no. That's why, that's why I didn't go for that joke. There, we had another. We had another one. Good, good one here. Here we go. Tony C. Bobby, you said the weapons are ABS. Are any other parts of the figures ABS? Don't want gummy figures. LOL. Thanks yep. and congrats. Yeah. The uh, the torsos are ABS. The torsos are ABS. The stands are ABS. Um. Yeah, the accessories. Um, the vests, the thigh straps, those are PVC. The helmets are PVC. Any anything that you have to kind of push onto the figure <clears throat> is PVC. But all the uh, the weapons are ABS and the torsos are ABS. There you go. There we go. I'm down with PVC. Yeah, you know me. That's what I'm waiting for. Come on. I got you. I look. Somebody's <clears throat> got to move this thing along, man. Um, that's why. That's why we got Vala. He's there to follow on your wavelength. <laughs> X Factors Seventeen. As someone who is front and center during the panel, the fact that we couldn't see the screen didn't take away much for the overall experience of being there. It was pretty awesome. Awesome. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad you had you you dug the first ever Valaverse panel. Come on, screen. Work with me here. I had one, I swear. There we go. Diana Davis is back. Will there be an alternate cinnamon head upon which the Oakleys can yes. be removed? <laughs> Thank you, Diana Davis. I love you. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to have to change his name. Oh, right. Man. Uh, you, can, you can make his real name like Edgar L. Cinnamon. You can have somebody call him that, like as a pet name, like you know how um, in Star Trek, they uh, what is it the um, the red shirt in the newer Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams gets called Cupcake. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Name, yeah. but it gets called Cupcake. I could I could throw something in in, in the issue where you know Sarge says to him, you know. You're spicy, like cinnamon. <laughs> mm, that's kind of weird. Um, will, will, the, will the Sarge sign off on that? I don't know if he will. Uh, I don't know. Sarge has been great about everything so far. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe that'll be you know where where I, I draw the line or where I cross the line. Um, but no, there. Uh, to answer the question, no, there won't be an alternate head with this figure. Maybe down the road, uh, we'll give him. You know. Uh, a little more personality in his face and show what those pretty eyes look like. Cinnamon version two. Trigger two. Comes with a wolf. Also, any plans for vehicles? 
Yep, yep. I get I get this question a lot. Um, there are plans for vehicles. Uh, vehicles is kind of one of those things where uh, you can easily screw it up. You know, Star Wars kind of screwed it up by making a, a coffee table TIE fighter. Um, you know, Marvel only just did motorcycles. So it's kind of like one of those things where what is that medium-sized vehicle? And what's that compelling medium-sized vehicle that you you want for your figures? Because <clears throat> with collecting, there's, you only have a, a finite amount of space on your shelves. So you don't want something huge that you can't put anywhere. anywhere. You don't want something small that's kind of lame. So what's a really good vehicle? And that's, that's the thing. And also with vehicles, you know, with a lot of collectors there, you know, us collectors, a lot of us are cheap. So it's like, people are like, oh, I don't want to spend, you know, 80 to a hundred dollars. Well, when you're dealing with, you know, a one twelfth scale vehicle, you're going to have to pay for it. So when I start doing research on, on the vehicles, it's, it's going to be about what's the best vehicle to do, but also will people be willing to spend the money to get that vehicle? So it's something I definitely want to do. I believe it can be done successfully at six inch, <clears throat> but also I want to make sure that, you know, I know the line is going to be successful and I want it to have a couple years of big success before I go into a giant venture like vehicles, because that's kind of one of those things where that's a lot of money in tooling. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a lot of molds, a big, a big financial burden uh, for the vehicle. So you want to make sure that when you do it, you do it right. But I do have plans for it. Definitely. Matt Rubin asks, will there be a head pack in case you <clears throat> wanted to change some, some of the characters? Uh, um, most likely not. When I developed this line, you know, uh, through a real American hero, they, I think maybe it happened once, maybe twice, but you never saw a, uh, like Duke's head on someone else's body. Like they never reused heads. Characters were individuals and they were unique and they had unique heads because that was that character. After, you know, 2007, they started using, you know, that library of heads just for anyone. And I never liked that. I felt like the character should be who they are and they should have their unique look. Dusty should have the same head across all Dusty or he shouldn't use a general Hawk head or anything like that. So the, the unique heads that come with the figures, like Condor's head is Condor. Like he won't be anyone else. So I'll have more heads tooled up to use for other characters, but there won't be just a pack of heads just to use for whoever. Okay. And one last one from the crowd uh, should be an easy one judging by his avatar there. So any paratrooper is going to be added to the line. I, I have an idea for a paratrooper. I have his name already picked out. Uh, so down the road, they'll, they'll definitely be a paratrooper. All right. There we go. Cinnamon Chippendales convention variant for the <laughs> ladies. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a Are you going to share? <laughs> Are you going to oh. share the name? Uh, no, not now. Later on. Leave him All something right. for wave three, Joe Colton. Come on. Hi, the name. I don't, I don't know. Ironically, the name is High Point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, Joe, text me later. I'll tell you. 
Okay. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't don't cave like that, Bobby. Come on. Look now. how excited she got. Of course, I'm going to tell her. Don't count out of that sort of thing, Bobby. <laughs> All right. We got one more. One more because it's a good, good one. Yeah. Bobby, you mentioned previously there will be a second Sarge figure in the line. Is mm -hmm. that still the case? And if so, yeah. which wave? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what what wave to put uh, the second Sarge figure in. So it's still still TBD, but you'll get a second Sarge figure. If not Series 2, definitely Series 3. But one of those two series, you'll get the second Sarge figure. With the ladies. Right. For the ladies. <laughs> Before ladies and scuba Sarge. Scuba Sarge. Yep. Speedo Sarge. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking I came across that Spider-Man in the soccer gear and I thought, man, that was a really good idea. And I think that works really well. I think I should probably put Sarge in some soccer shorts and there you go. You know, go that route. But Sarge hit to me as more of a baseball guy. And I was like, no, don't put him in a Speedo. What are you doing? <laughs> For the ladies. Uh, uh, dude, there, was, there was a Sarge question that you skipped over, wasn't there? Sarge a Speedo. Oh, uh, maybe a few. I mean, I couldn't get everybody. You know, come mm. on, Bobby. You only got so much time. You're a hot ticket, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we are we are past the one hour mark. So it's probably a good time to segue into shout outs for this episode. We always want to do shout outs because there's always lots of people out there that uh, you know helping <clears throat> make helping to make our little collecting community go. Mark Weber, we'll start with you, man. Shout outs uh, for this week. I got to give a shout out, and these are I don't I don't know their names, uh, but the whole West Coast is on fire, and there's firefighters out there working their ass off trying to save homes of people they've never met. So, you know, everybody likes firefighters. So let's give it up for uh, for the guys out there in in Oregon, of course, but Washington, California too, uh, <clears throat> deserving you know just support and credit and thanks for all all our firefighters out there. There you go. Good call, Ever. Follow that. Yeah, there you go, Joe Colton. Follow that. Should have had him go last. Right? Right. right. I, I didn't. Let me. To me. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the little girl at Joe Fest. Yeah. Very Bobby, proud. Her first name. So not only did Webb have the best one, but then Joe took mine. <laughs> well, it, shit. It, I mean, Bobby, it's a cosplayer, so I mean, you're you're in her wheelhouse at that point. This is true. This is true. I absolutely love that little girl. I thought, like, when I saw it, I was like, "Yes, she looks so adorable." So. Isn't she? She was so adorable. I saw her. I was like, "That's awesome." And it, like every time, like I, I would scroll through my feed or come across the pictures I took, and I saw it, I was like, "Oh, she looks great." It's. <clears throat> that uh like little girls and little boys get excited for toys still like yeah. like yeah. collector toys that they don't know are collector stuff yet and some some might i don't know like i don't know how kids are these days but they're they're smarter than we used to be so um but it's nice to see that kids are like excited about brand and they just like jump right in so um it, it also makes me feel good because you know Everything's miserable right now. So, like, seeing something yeah. like that just brings joy. So, shout out to the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And her, na her name is Addison. Addison. Okay. There you go. All right. So, shout out to Addison. You got anybody else, Joe Colton? 
Um, You're only planning a wedding. I know the bridesmaids. Um, I'm actually going to a. Um, I'm going to a friend's uh, bridal shower next weekend, but I am going. Uh, I am thankful for my bridesmaids who are planning and helping me during COVID to plan a extremely small uh, wedding, and they're coming from like all over the place. So, and they're going to be like very careful before they get here so see what we missed out on there weber yeah. we, got, we got left out remember yes you said no yes i got instructions on the tux and the cummerbund and everything I, yours must be in the mail, right? yeah, must yeah. Be. you know what i wouldn't I be surprised i bet it went to your st louis address i bet that's it that's right it'll it'll be take another 14 days to get to the correct place Joe said, as long as I don't dress slutty and my dress goes to the floor, I'm okay. So, right. uh, no, you can have your slit. You just have to. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but if I go with the slit, I got to shave my legs, right? Right. Yeah. No slit. Uh, and I also want to shout out to my parents who are probably not going to make it to my wedding, but um, they have learned to use a smartphone over the last month and they're. 78 and 76 respectfully and very much fresh off the boat greek you've all <laughs> probably met them or at least my mom and she has learned how to use a smartphone and not only that but she now does video calls with me i have to call her but she is learning how to angle and not like have it right up to her face or her ear and it's great <laughs> she, she's like a seasoned pro at this point right <laughs> But yes. you know, you just know the first call was like, Joe? <laughs> it was Joe? like her ear. And I'm like, can you move it? And she's like, yes. I can't hear you, though. It's good times. Good times. We'll all be there someday. Uh, someday it'll be our children trying to coach us through whatever hologram call they do at that point, you know, and just. Dad, why do you look like Jay-Z? I don't know the settings on this thing. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, for, they, we'll we'll, let, our, we'll that, let our... Didn't they ahead, just Bobby. do like a Nirvana concert with like a hologram Kurt Cobain or something like that? Didn't someone no. just do that recently? I thought I read somewhere that some band recently did a concert with a hologram like person who's not alive anymore. That's pretty I, yeah, I hadn't heard a whole concert. I know it's been bandied about, but anyways, yeah, it just it, it strikes me as being in poor taste. Yeah, unless but, it's loud and foul, and I'm, I'm down with it. Oh, well, you know, I don't know, if, man. I'd go, I'd go see a hologram band. Jam? No, it's like you don't think about it. I'm, I my favorite band is Led Zeppelin. So, and I saw Robert Plant live, but I'll never get to see like real Led Zeppelin. So it's like, if they put on a show where they had like every member of Led Zeppelin as a hologram, you bet your ass I'd go to that concert. Well, I guess. I mean, your mileage may vary. I, I don't, I don't think I'd do that one. I think I'd just rather pull up, pull up the old footage on YouTube and watch it that way. Eh, we'll but see. We'll let the guests go last. My, my shout outs are, are fairly brief. Uh, of course, Racktime Rob, the unsung fourth man on the What's on Joe Mind team. Uh, 
still still populating our audio feed over on Podbean. <clears throat> so make sure you head over there and check that out. The feed is down there with everything else. We got a lot of stuff in the description this time. Uh, also in the description, you'll see a link to I Am Elemental uh, for the month of September. If they, if you purchase a Courage figure, they will donate one, a one-for-one one match. So, uh, you know, if, if you're interested in the I Am Elemental line, uh, it's a great action line for, you know, the, catered more towards little girls, but hey, little boys, dig it too. Um, I have all of their line. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can get it. You buy another Courage figure because Lord knows you need another one. They will donate one. So, but anyways, great. Uh, it's a it's a great bit of charity uh, to support. You know, kids who aren't doing so hot. Uh, we got a link to that down in the description. Uh, if you're interested there in helping out, you'll get more details directly from them at I Am Elemental. And Bobby, you're our guest today, man. You get to do your shout outs last. All right. Now that everyone took mine or had better ones. Um, no, I, uh, I got a bunch. So, um, I want to thank everyone who came to Joe Fest and came by the booth, purchased something, came by, talked to me, supported the line, talked about the line. I've, I've said it from the start. I have like the best fans. The Valorous fans are awesome. They're rabid, which is, which I love. Um, they're just, they're, they're great. They're, they're really awesome. They're very supportive. People that came to the panel got excited about everything. Uh, I want to thank my, my good friend, Mike. He does all the shows with me. He's the one that I sent on a wild goose chase to find a projector, but he works. Uh, I haven't done a con without him and I, I'll probably never do a con without him just because he's, uh, the best to have. And so, uh, thank you to him. He was, he's a very hard worker. Uh, you know, I took him for a 14 hour drive down to Georgia and took up his time away from his business. And he, he works, uh, Valiverse like he owns it, which is great. Uh, I also want to thank Sarge. Sarge is, uh, fantastic to work with. I, I couldn't have been happier, uh, to, to have someone at, you know, a, a real, person uh, as part of this line and getting to hang with him for as much as I did and having him as a special guest at the panel that people weren't expecting was awesome. Uh, he definitely still stole the show, which I'll take any day of the week. Um, you know, having dinner drinks with him, hearing his stories, uh, seeing how enthusiastic he is about being part of this line. He loves the character. He loves the story that I have for the character and, and where I'm taking it, uh, you know, sitting at my booth and looking over and seeing Sarge like right next to me and, you know, having him like telling people like, look, I'm part of action force now. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Like surreal. Uh, I still haven't gotten used to it, but yeah, thank you to him. Thank you to his, uh, his manager. Uh, he's been a, a fantastic help. So working with those guys is great. Um, you know, I could, I could probably list a hundred more people, but uh, everyone's great. Everyone uh, who's supported the line so far has been awesome. So you guys make this all happen. So thank you. All right. Hey, that sums it up. <clears throat> Any other last words? Anybody? Going once, going twice, and sold. Just like that. Hearing none. We'll take this one on into the shed. But uh, thanks so much for joining us this evening. 
And uh, here on What's on Joe Mind, we're doing our weekly Thursday thing, and hopefully you continue to join us. Be sure to like us, subscribe to our channel, uh, like like our video rather, share our video, comment, uh, do what you can to help grow this just by participating. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'd like to you know bring you a lot more, uh, but we we got to build up the viewership before we're really able to do that in any great spades. Uh, so please, uh, you can help us out best by just spreading the word. Uh, we do appreciate each and every one of our 220 subscribers. That number goes up a couple each day. We'll get there. Just keep spreading the word. Uh, also, you know, we, we are still in the middle of, of a pandemic. Uh, glad everybody had fun last weekend and was generally safe um, by not just Bobby's account, but but the folks that I know that went, they, they all said that, you know, masks were, were, were pretty good, you know, and, and that's the most important thing we can do uh, to beat this thing down. Uh, the, the more we do that, the quicker it all goes away and things get back to normal. Uh, and normal is where we all want to be. We all want to be in one another's company. Uh, we all want 2021 to be a great convention year. We all want to get out and see one another again. Um, so exercise your freedom of choice and choose to keep your friends and neighbors disease free by wearing a mask when you get out. Go out a little bit less if you can and uh, and just go out of your way to be kind. Uh, think of other people. Put others in front of yourself. Uh, just sometimes even. You know, I, I understand everybody's everybody's got to be number one sometimes, right? But otherwise, when you can afford not to be, be gracious about it and be kind. And that's it from us here at What's on Joe Mind. For Mark Weber, for Joe Colton, for our special guest, Bobby Vala, by Action Force. That's right. Please. Please. And thank you. Oh, I'm Mike Iris Harry. Yo, Joe, we'll catch you next time. Have a good rest of the night. Bobby, show me that Marine cover again. Woo. Just I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.